0: Betches Media presents.
1: Ha ha, laugh funny. Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Who oh, gonna check me, bro? And Barry Rosenfeld. I need right. to start drinking alcohol. Now go to sleep, we.
0: Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. Okay. And we made it to Friday. It's- we made it. It's a long weekend. We're working a half day today, and then we have Monday off, but many of you probably are not working at all today, and it's, you know, it's just a good time to chill the fuck out.
1: Yeah, like, I am ready to hit the pool before the rain comes when we are done, but I, as a loyal host, as well as Dylan, are here to give you... (laughs) The Bravo information you need. I will not stop giving Bravo tea.
0: (laughs) Barry's like like a water fountain that can't turn off.
1: (laughs) We are loyal. Do you have any plans this weekend?
0: Do I have plans this weekend? I am doing a socially distanced visit to my friend who lives in Connecticut tomorrow. Um... We are driving. I'm going to be wearing a mask the whole time. We're hanging out in the backyard. I'm not going inside. Uh, It's the first time I'm leaving the city since I don't even know when. That is exciting. I am happy for you. I wasn't sure if I was going to go. And then my friend, my friend who has a car in the city was making the plans yesterday. And she was like, you should come. Like, you know, it'll like we will wear masks like yeah. not do- and I was like you know what it's that's worth it like I yeah I don't I mean I don't give a shit about the 4th of July like who cares about Independence Day but I, I do it's nice, a little bit. it's nice to see someone see right. someone new
1: um I just the annoying thing to think about is when you go somewhere is the bathroom however going to the bathroom however mm. I'm not a health a medical professional but I have read that like going, sharing a bath, or like going on someone's toilet, whatever, is like a minimal risk. So like, but <laughs> I that's- mean,
0: if you're, if you like go inside and you're not close to anyone and you're wearing a mask and you wash your hands, you know, I'm not gonna cough all over everything while I'm in the bathroom, but you know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll make sure to pee before I leave the house. And then- Okay, and
1: hopefully that lasts the whole day.
0: Well, I don't know. Barry, I, I don't know what the what the peeing situation is going to be. Let me have this.
1: <laughs> um, What we are talking about today. Guys, the hiatus is over. I don't know if I'm happy or sad about it after watching last night. No, I'm kidding. I'm happy.
0: You know what? It is insane that it was only a two-week break that New York took because it felt like It felt like the last time I watched a new episode of Housewives was six months ago. And, you know, we had the new taglines. We now have our at-home confessionals, which we'll talk about. But it it feels like it's been a long break. And so when I looked at the calendar and realized it was less than three weeks, I was a little shook.
1: Yeah, but it's funny because we, like, picked up where we left off. So... Right, it's still Halloween. (laughs) Yeah, it was, like, weird, but um one thing that's funny to me in my opinion is after the episodes leah always does a live that i always like pop into and watch and she did her live last night with elise who by the way i'm enjoying on the show but jill also did a live so i obviously couldn't watch both at the same time but i was popping into both (laughs) and i had just gone into leah's when someone wrote in the comments that Jill was like in Jill's live was talking shit. Not talking shit, but like saying how she had drama. And I was like, she didn't say that. I was just in Jill's live. Like, what is this person talking about? So this (laughs) random person like started shit. So then Leah was like, I don't know what she's talking about. I didn't. So then Leah and Jill went on a live like after. It was really like so much drama in the Instagram live world.
0: That is so funny. Well, there's also drama in the real world. Before we get into New York, we need to address the drama in New Jersey. We didn't have time to talk about it yesterday, but there is some Manzo family mafia drama going on. Um, As you probably have all seen, Dina Manzo's ex, Tommy, who, of course, is the brother of Caroline Manzo's husband, Albert. He was indicted on federal charges this week of having hiring someone to plan and carry out an assault on dina's current husband and in exchange for doing the assault this guy this other guy who's in the literally in the mafia in a crime family got a discounted wedding at the brownstone and i when i first saw this I did like when I first saw the notification. I didn't have time to like read the details, and I was like oh, man, notification,
1: like, keep- like you got pinged that this happened.
0: Oh, <laughs> bitch! It was blow. My phone was blowing up. <laughs> I so I first saw the notification or whatever, and I was like, oh, like that sounds crazy. And then when I actually read the details, I'm like, oh my god, this is. It's directly tied to stuff that we saw on the early seasons of Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yeah, it's my not...
1: direct thought was stop all filming and bring back Real Housewives of New Jersey immediately.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> It's funny though, because I think in recent, in the last couple of years, there's been a lot of chatter about whether or not Caroline would come back. And it's kind of been little rumors. She's been asked about it. She was at BravoCon and people were talking about it. And I have to imagine that um, federal charges for mafia stuff probably means she won't be coming back to Real Housewives.
1: Yeah, that's something I wouldn't talk about on the show. Um, it's always <laughs> right, fun like, to like. It's always fun to joke about, but then when it's like happening, you're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, stay out of this." Thank you. Right
0: when you come on national TV and you're talking about like my family is thick as thieves, that has a different connotation when we know that you have mafia connections (laughs) which we knew we like kind of knew about this before but for it to be so spelled out in plain view that it's like dina's ex hired a mafia guy to basically put a hit on her current man it's like it's just so funny and the fact that it directly revolved around the brownstone i mean you just couldn't pick a better
1: place (laughs) yeah i mean I want to go to the I, know, I know. I um, know. I've been to a wedding there before. Actually, it is lovely. But
0: uh, can you go there when it's not Corona times? Can you just like go there for lunch,
1: or is it only an yeah. event space? Um, I you can go there for. I believe you can go there for dinner, for like to eat. I believe so. I don't think it's just a catering hall unless it's like changed. I'm. I'm not. Don't take my word on that.
0: Okay, so the when stuff reopens normally, the first thing that you and I are doing is okay. go, going to get um, like chicken parm at the Brownstone.
1: Down for that. I won't have the chicken parm because I don't eat Fair. cheese, but like I'll get something else. <laughs>
0: okay. Uh, okay, so we are into the new episode of Real Housewives of New York that was on last night. And first of all, we have new taglines, which are, I would say, a
1: mixed bag um uh yeah but also like here's a like don't throw new taglines and home interviews at us in one episode like i almost had a panic attack i was like oh my god no 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 and especially because some of the interviews weren't at home interviews i was like what is happening here to me i think that's almost
0: okay some of the at home interviews are better than others i thought sonia and ramona
1: looked better in her home interview yes. than she has ever looked. She looked Sonia, stunning.
0: Sonia and Ramona
1: had pretty good setups. Okay. Luann's was
0: questionable. <laughs> Leah's wearing a sweatshirt. I don't know what happened. No, but there. I think
1: hers was actually the her lighting and sound I think was the best out of everybody's. And she was repping her own company. What do you mean? Of course she did. I know, do but that. I know, but
0: you don't normally you would not wear I thought Ramona's was the worst. I don't know. I mean, Ramona just, she had a very clean space to work with, that big old kitchen in Florida. I don't know. But either way, none of them have studio level sound quality. Yeah, so
1: Leah in her live last night said that the production sent them iPads and mics and they, they told them how to do it all over Zoom or like FaceTime and they did it on themselves. And she was like, guys, We're in a pandemic. Like, we don't know what we're... Like, this is what we're dealing with. Like, get over it. And I kind of, like, agreed with her. But at the same time, like, Vanderpump Rules reunion, like, did not sound like that. But I guess you have to work with what you have, so.
0: Right. I mean, I'm not necessarily... I'm not angry at what it sounds like. It just is a jarring difference from... Especially in last night's episode, we saw Elise was still having her... Pre-taped confessional. Uh Ramona, they were still using some of her old confessional. And Durinda. And Dorinda So it was more just the the going back and forth. And even yes. just back and forth between the normal part of the episode and then all of a sudden you hear Luann in her fishbowl sounding right audio situation. It's just it's just weird. And it does, it took me out of it a little bit, but At the end of the day, I understand. I'm still happy that they're making it happen. It's just like, I thought it would be a little better.
1: Yeah, like do better.
0: Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club or Kroger.
1: Um, last night was Luann's Halloween party. That was the premise of the episode and like it of course just sur- like had to do with Ramona, the entire episode. I was like, "What? Why?" You know, it's- so of course it was at the Moxie too. I was like, of, of course it's at the Moxie Hotel.
0: The Moxie and Chelsea i have been to an event there.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so my favorite part of the most typical of typical Ramona actions of this episode was Luann's party. And she was having like a small dinner before the party mm-hmm. at 8.30 p.m. And Ramona decided to show up an hour and a half like before and was like, Where are you? to Luann. And Luann was like, Dinner's at 8 Ramona changed the time of the party and and got no acknowledgement from it. Like she sent she said, I sent in a group chat. Like, why don't we do it earlier? Like seven, seven, thirty. Bitch, it's not your party, and the time was set already. So Ramona literally sat there for an hour and a half when the rest of the guests showed up. She was like, no one Told no one like said okay yeah that sounds great well so she literally course, sat there the impetus
0: behind that whole decision was that Ramona had another party she wanted to go to after Luann's and so the seven o'clock schedule worked better for her so I think it's interesting that we're obviously Ramona has always been very into herself and whatever like we're not seeing new a new side of Ramona but I feel like finally everyone else is really over it. And in the past she's gotten away with a lot of stuff and finally people are kind of like Ramona, you're being an ass right now. Can you fucking stop? And I think it's interesting this is the first episode we've seen since Tinsley left and we had seen Dorinda kind of coming for Tinsley for a lot of the episodes thus far. And now that Tinsley is gone, I feel like Dorinda can refocus that
1: Her anger, Confrontational
0: energy (laughs) at Ramona. And honestly, Ramona deserves it way more than Tinsley ever did.
1: A hundred percent. But it's funny because this episode seemed like it was an attack. Not... Actually, that's a strong word. I wouldn't say an attack, but that everyone was letting their feelings go towards Ramona. And it's funny when Ramona's not the center of attention, or when Ramona's not as drunk as everyone else, or when Ramona's not having a good time. It's miserable, and it's everyone else's fault. And that was so the vibe I was getting last night. Like Elise did it to her, Sonia did it to her, and Dorinda did it to her. So then all of a sudden, Ramona's not having a good time anymore. But elise like i thought was the bet. Ba- like elise really called her out how she was behaving to her and how she was like a throwaway friend which is like totally right. a ramona thing to do oh my god and then later on when ramona really did feel ganged up on elise like went over to her and was like ramona like i'm not mad at you i'm just like letting you know how i feel like i'm seeing if you're okay right now so Elise, like that was a really nice side of her that we saw like both sides but then i was like no elise don't give in don't suck up to her don't do it but i found out last night ramona or wait was that on next week's episode or on live i can't even keep up anymore that she blocked elise that was the the for elise. next week's okay. episode i was like oh my god i'm watching so many things but then dorinda well, out of everything i don't think what she did was wrong i really don't where she told her she was asking her if she was drunk or something. Like, I don't think that was too harsh. What I do think is we didn't see a lot of the fight that happened and that was edited out.
0: Okay, you just barreled through like half of the episode, so I have to go back to Elise.
1: Um, <laughs> um, I was. It was one theme. It was all on Ramona. Go ahead. Um,
0: so Elise, earlier in the episode when she was talking to Sonia, made the astute observation that ramonaville is filled with a lot of one-way streets oh
1: my god that's amazing!
0: <laughs> it's so true because ramona is i mean she's the epitome of a social climber she i mean who literally what person on earth would would actually say to someone that they have 80 close friends
1: no one well here's the thing my little my little detail is if you have to talk about it it's not really like you know like the people that have whatever they have don't usually talk about it the feel the, feel, the right. fact that you and feel the like, need to tell people that is not okay if you have if you have 80 people that you love that you want
0: at your birthday party that's great but don't it's not a way when Elise says you don't consider me a close friend and Ramona goes I have a lot of close friends it's and like, she goes
1: I have 50 others whatever
0: it's like you in that moment, regardless of what you consider a close friend, you're brushing off Elise's feelings. Correct. And so whether, however you classify your friends in your head, you're showing that you don't really value her feelings and her friendship because she's expressing to you that she feels some type of way and you're basically being like well i don't know we have a lot of friends yeah i don't think
1: she cares about any anybody's feelings like everything's about her even her confessionals like she was talking about also i don't know what's better what elise said about the one ways or that ramona was explaining her blind date and said he fit everything in my box i was like um (laughs) ramona
0: I also think, I think Sonia has a similar kind of angle as Elise, where she she feels like Ramona's like her quote unquote best friend, but then she actually kind of treats her like garbage. But I think the problem with Sonia is that she was so wasted before she even got to the party that you're never, if that's the situation, you're never going to be able to express yourself in a way that actually like is meaningful because you're just yelling and drunk and I love Sonia, obviously, but a homegirl is a mess right now. Yeah, she had a different
1: approach. She got wasted and just spit out everything she wanted to say without any thought behind it. So we've all been there, but I was like, that you need a, like, Ramona's type person where you need to, like, corner her and, like, let her know how you feel. You can't be, like... You didn't buy this for a release. You bought it for me. Like, you dated him. I dated him. I was like, oh my God, no, no, no. This is not well, getting the point across to Ramona.
0: And then shit-faced Sonia then tells Leah that she's a weirdo, which was so bizarre. I'm like, first of all, that what does that even mean? And second of all, do you even see yourself right now? You're slurring all your words, basically slumped over at the party and coming for Leah for... God knows what reason. (laughs) Like,
1: Sonia, get it together. I loved how um, Leah... Leah was, like, a fun drunk, it seemed. Like, she was getting there. Like, she was getting to, like, Hurricane Leah status, but I think that it looked like she was just having a good time. Like, when she went after the seafood tower. Don't fuck with my seafood tower, okay?
0: I think last night's episode was a much more um, appropriate level of Fun drunk Leah, than we saw in Newport, because I think any anyone would agree that Newport was a little over the top mm. on that that fateful night.
1: Wait, we also forgot to mention Avery's cameo in um Ramona's interview, which was like the one of the most unnecessary things like I've ever seen.
0: It's so funny because Avery. Just has such a bullying energy, I feel. You had to wash
1: your hands like at that moment and talk about Elise. So, (laughs) Ramona is
0: talking about Elise, which I'm sure the producers are asking her about Elise. Ramona's not, when they do these interviews, these women aren't just rambling for an hour about whatever they feel like talking about. The producers are asking them questions. And so, she's saying something about Elise and and Avery is just Bob. Stop talking about Elise. You're obsessed. Stop talking about her. And it's like Avery, go go to your room. Like <laughs> go nobody... to your room. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I get that we're in quarantine and whatever. And I mean, it was like it was kind of a fun moment, I guess. But it just was so. It felt unnecessary because Ramona's so unnecessary. already. Ramona's already being kind of awful to Elise, and so that just felt like mean spirited.
1: Yeah, it was it after what happened, like with Avery and Leah, like two weeks ago. Like, just stop. Like, know your place. Like, you're not on the show. You know what I mean? Like, and it's one thing for you to get like in with defend your mom, whatever, but you're not defending. You're like starting shit. It's weird. You're like a little baby.
0: Right. Nobody. I don't think anyone nobody in this situation really was Ramona could have gotten herself out of this whole situation so easily by just saying, telling Elise what she needed to hear in that moment. But Ramona is so kind of stuck in her own world that Mm -hmm. she can't just admit to herself or to anyone else that it's, like, yeah, I should have been a better friend to you, whatever. If she had said that and she had, you know, said something nice to Elise and hugged her and whatever, the whole situation would have been diffused. It's not like some huge, crazy, dramatic fight. It's just Right, Ramona, but she doesn't
1: think she's doing anything wrong.
0: Right. And I don't know. Normally Ramona's good at apologizing and then just going back to her old ways, but she's not I was, was not just going to say,
1: yeah, I was just going to say like in an episode or two, she'll probably be like, okay, listen, like uh, they told- They told me what I did was wrong, so I'm apologizing. But, of course, at the end of the party, she says, I'm heading to Omar's. And, like, leaves! (laughs) She's, like, so... I've never... It's so funny. Like, how does she have so many parties to go to? I I just don't get it. Because she has 80 close friends. She's a social butterfly.
0: That is true. But I'm
1: (laughs) heading to Omar's. And doesn't even, like, say goodbye.
0: I'm curious to see, in these upcoming episodes, if this kind of current of everyone sort of being against Ramona continues because we know, obviously Elise is not friends with Ramona right now. We know Mm -hmm. Leah and Ramona are not in a good place from many things that have been said based on some comments on Instagram. It seems like Sonia and Luann are not big Ramona fans these days. So it's, it'll be interesting to see whether the rest of the season is kind of, a tough environment for Ramona because right now it doesn't seem like she has a lot of friends she has well she has many friends but not on the show yeah
1: what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I don't I don't know but I actually am excited for next week's episode I feel like the drama has been like nonstop, and I'm excited for it and we also had our friend Jill Zarin in last night's episode which I, I wish she was in it more but whatever well, think- um
0: When we talked to Allie last week, I think what she was saying about how at this point, Jill is friends with some of the women. She has fun being around, but she has no interest really in causing the drama, having these storylines. And I think that was kind of clear from last night that when stuff was getting kind of crazy at dinner, we saw Jill sort of being like, oh my God, like, okay. She's like, is it always like this? (laughs) And so, I mean, I will always welcome a Jill Zarin appearance. I, (laughs) you know, I love that she still is around, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense why at this point it wouldn't really be a fit for her to come on the show.
1: Yeah, I think the next thing should be a bunch of people Leah's age coming in and like letting Ramona know that she's no longer like the queen bee. But that's just my opinion.
0: Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Spring has sprung and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play App Store and
1: use code MENTION. Whom is your number one Bravo Lab in this group?
0: Um, I, I'm going to say... Okay, I'm giving it, this week I'm going to give it to Dorinda. Okay. And I'm just, I'm giving it to Dorinda because I am hopeful that she's turning over a new leaf in this second half of the season, mm-hmm. because we've been critical of her behavior toward Tinsley, especially in the last part of the season, and I'm I'm hopeful that moving forward we'll see more of the uh, fun-loving... Um, whatever i don't know the good dorinda and also she had a really nice moment with her daughter on this episode
1: oh my god i know that was so funny but i did notice like every time they they put the camera to dorinda like it was behind hannah's head and i was like are they doing this on purpose did you notice that i was like this is not a good and they did it the entire conversation but i was like i'm over it yes hannah has matured and grown and i'm like impressed but well, she was never actually not mature on the show, but it's, like, interesting to see how she speaks to, like, her mother. But right. my bravo lab is um, Luann. I thought she planned and executed a great Halloween party last night. Yes. Um, I think her behavior has continued to look great. And I think she's stepped away from the drama yet still being like a main aspect of the show.
0: Yeah. She's, she's doing well with her, uh, her Lewin improved thing so far. (laughs) She hasn't, she hasn't really, she hasn't really waded into any major controversy yet this season. So good for her.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, um, thanks for listening guys. I hope everyone has a great safe, fun weekend Not just this weekend, but every weekend. (laughs) Whenever
0: Whenever you happen to listen to this episode, I hope that the next weekend that happens is very fun and safe.
1: Um, Have a drink. Don't drink and drive. Um, Eat some good food. (laughs) And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And join our Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches.
0: Thanks, guys.
1: batches